stay a man Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. All right. Welcome, regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yes, just an old pin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Central, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, or 24-7, 365 as a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Follow us on our social media, on our website. Track uh, each of us at theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney, and the bunkhouse is, of course, Cody Ryan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the beef. Oh, yeah. See, that was and, better. And uh, I think Chad's the ranch hand that got here early, got the gate open, made sure the old pot belly stove got fired up and uh, put a screen in, uh, screw in that old screen door and keep it on there. And, hey, I want to do a shout-out before we get too far into this conversation. Um, one is I, I want to – tell you mcbride's guns mcbride's guns is our family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer they're uh right here in austin texas i've used them we have used them for everything from uh helping us with a um with a family who had a collection of firearms that were uh left in an estate and had to go through all of that stuff use them several times for that uh, if you have an old firearm you want to trade in, get something new, you got something you just want to trade in, get something different, you can go to McBride's and do that. They've got a great selection of used or new. You want to order a specific firearm, they can get it for you. McBride's got in the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. Hey, so shout out to uh brady sims right now brady's listening and uh he is on his way to a goat show where <laughs> exactly where he should be going uh, and uh i'll tell you brady i'll let yeah. you in on my pokemon cards one day soon i'll give you my pokemon card collection oh and, my goodness uh, a shout out to uh huxley good morning nugget your gramps is Right here, talking about you, thinking about you. And, uh, of course, Sailor, Mac, and Peyton, all my grandkids. So I get to say that because I get to say it. Yeah, and you got a whole 
You got Good a whole morning. bunch of them now. You've got uh I got a just, herd. Don't give Beefsteak the address for where Brady is going to show his goat because that goat <laughs> is not collecting safe them around. for the freezer. <laughs> yeah. Goat is not safe around Beefsteak, apparently. Hey, but good, I, good morning, Huxley. Good morning, Brady. I do want to make a correction from last hour. I've uh, it's the 173rd Fourth of July celebration in Round Top, Texas. The oldest, the longest running Fourth of July celebration west of the Mississippi. I told you. Yeah. 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 Just saying. Just saying. So. 173, though, since 1851, we've been celebrating the 4th of July here in my little little town. So Can't the parade wait will... to be there. And I want to encourage everybody. I don't know where you are, where you're listening to this. Uh, hopefully, you heard this before the 4th of July, and you got to go and just celebrate America. There That's is right. no place like America america you will never find it anywhere uh so anyway so interesting interesting topic i wanted to bring up shattering the myth this is an article that came out after some study in a weird world a weird time that we live in i don't i don't give it a whole lot of credit for this article or these articles that have come out in reference to but shattering the myth of men as hunters and women as gatherers is what this article is what are you thumbing up are you doing a selfie he was we're doing a a selfie we're doing a show here (laughs) we're doing a show here in a forest community where people y'all y'all aren't even paying attention i said the one thing i i get excited about i heard you for what what is is it what is it you said, I just said it. Men. In 173 years, nobody no, knows. That, no. was, that was the last topic. <laughs> See, I said, I said during the break, I said, look, I'm gonna bring up a topic, but you gotta y- y'all have to y'all have to be engaged with this one. This men. one's higher level thinking. You said that men are no longer hunters and the women aren't just foragers. Shattering the myth, this report's come out that shattering the myth that men were the hunters and women were the gather- gatherers is what this whole push is, this whole article, okay. this whole media. This masculinity. Yeah, issue? it's totally, totally crushing that whole idea, which kind of, in a way. Which is not true. No, it's not. I tell you but what, there's, you put them there's in that situation, si- they will definitely take care of, you know. Yeah, then go get something. Oh, I'm not. De- I don't demean a woman hunter. I don't demean any of their skills. Or I mean, I I I've trained plenty of young ladies. And uh, matter of fact, I kind of prefer teaching them. They don't stink as much. They pay better attention, and uh, just fun to they be shoot around. Better. They do. And shoot they shoot better. better. But a recent archaeological discovery set the stage for the investigation. In 2020, another team of scientists reported finding a 9,000-year-old female skeleton in the Andes Mountains buried alongside tools for hunting and dressing big game. But when the remains were first uncovered, the presence of burial weapons led archaeologists to assume that the skeleton was male, said biologist, biological anthropologist. Anthropo- you know what I'm saying. Carol Wall Scheifler, 
a professor and co-chair of biology at Seattle Pacific University and senior author of a new study. Um, analysis and DNA testing confirmed that the ancient hunter was female. Look, whether she was female or not, you know, there's a there's a fight or flight mentality where, you know, maybe are there other males around? Was she, you know, the other males die and she had to provide? It I mean, there's so many stories had... to this. It doesn't mean the way that this is this is being presented is that it's taking away the idea that men were the hunters in in the olden days and oh, women no. it, it, were the you're gatherers. Reading it, you're reading it all wrong. It said that she had some uh, some tools around her and it was probably for, you know, cutting the meat up and scraping the meat and doing stuff like that preparing the the meat the guy drug it in there and threw it down and then uh and there's something else about dressing them i mean she's making like you know little leaf dresses and putting them on the animals and you know making clothing and so see this i is... see that as i see that it, that that scenario being you know to i i see it the same way basically that she had the tools <laughs> and the knives that uh around her that she was you know dressing the meat out and doing stuff with it hey but, oh i thought it was like a barbie kind of thing oh man y'all are going to a the barbie kind of thing you're going off yeah the, you know making like little dresses uh, see the radio audience can't oh, see you all rabbit. smiling like and winking Ooga. Ooga. and uh and uh be, being a little sarcastic here you know Hey, anybody that is put in a situation where they have to provide for their family, they will, uh, they'll do whatever it takes. And I believe yeah. that most, uh, most of it is about, it's interesting because I believe that my wife, if I, uh, if I went out with her and, uh, she wanted to do this stuff, she would be very capable of doing, doing all of it. There's but zero doubt. She doesn't that. want to. Yeah, with, that, I mean, I don't, that, think, I don't think we've ever questioned the skill sets. It's, I'm not even going there. I'm not even going there. It's frustrating to me, though, that this is being presented the way it's being presented now. Oh, that, well, Come of on. course, new research shatters was, myth of man, the hunter. So you're trying to, one title. you're trying to say it's like the uh, toxic male kind of uh atmosphere yeah. where they're trying to push that whole I mean this is Let a... me read these let me read yeah. a couple of these headlines from these news articles about one woman that was found near some hunting tools from pre prehistoric times. This is one woman that was found near some hunting objects in 9000 years ago. These are the headlines that come from it. Women and Women hunt in most foraging societies using their own tools and strategies. New research shatters the myth of man the hunter. Did prehistoric men hunt and women gather? Question mark. Nope. Views of man as hunter, women as gather, unpended by new uh, study. I mean, is that not silly to take this one 9,000 year old archaeological find and completely disregard everything else that's been discovered in the last 
hundred plus years you'd and think studied. She caught, you'd think she caught a twelve pound bass, by golly, <laughs> on on ten pound tests. <sighs> I just think it's crazy. Hey, if you watch that, oh, you know that is so classic. Though it's almost like you can see right through that. What you can't see right through is Beefsteak's engine because he takes it and has it maintained <laughs> by Sun Auto Service. Hey, my wife's vehicle, her Durango, right? And so, you know, it can be hard to find a, a a true mechanic you can trust. But for my wife's Dodge Durango, we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. You know, Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since, that's right, 1978. So you can trust them when it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, and transmission services. Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. Mine's at 405 West Slaughter Lane. Here's my B1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, or 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials. Every week, just go sign up or go see where your nearest location is at sunautoservice.com. The myth that men were hunters and women stayed at home were entirely wrong. Busted. That's another one. Myth, hey, myth busters. I thought you would get into that more, but whatever. We're getting on the flip side. Uh, coming up with your armed citizens report and PETA report. Don't want to miss it. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Buckhouse 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Now these I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Hey. It's Ram season, and it's getting even better. Nile Maxwell Supercenter here in Austin, Texas. Right now, you get 2.9% financing for 72 months on all 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star Quad or Crew Cabs. That's right, 2.9% financing. That's the best financing on any truck in Central Texas. It's also Jeep season, all 23 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overlands with both two and three row seatings now qualify for 3.9% APR for 72 months. It's season of Ram and Jeep at your Ram and Jeep experts in Austin for the best selection and Niles promise to beat any competitor's price. Go see the experts in Central Texas at Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin or online anytime at com. Now it's time for your PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA report because we love animals too. They taste great. Okay, I'm totally confused here. So, PETA claims it's healthy and humane to eat roadkill. So, the background is, 
several states have begun to allow you to eat roadkill. Um, my buddy Morgan in Colorado, he actually listens to uh, like radio in his vehicle, uh, like shortwave radio or whatever the police band radio or whatever. And, and he can hear when they report a deer down. And if you're the first one over there to put your roadkill tag on it, which you get from the state, you get the deer and he's done it many times in several states now allow you to eat uh deer what kind but, of day what kind of life do you live to listen to <laughs> uh we got our part right uh speeding on left uh highway tonight uh we got well, a deer hit on the side of the road for hours on end just to hear one report of a hit deer on the side of the road or a deer i don't know but it's just what he does man and uh and then say, and then what change your kind entire of guy life. stands on the front of a boat yeah. and for then, 12 oh. hours a day to try and catch one fish 12 pounds on 10 yeah. pound tits. i mean who change, does that and then change your entire day's lineup California's, whatever you have going on just to california just became the 29th state in the u.s to explicitly legalize eating roadkill and PETA's all in on this thing. They think, oh, it's the way to do it. It's humane. It's. I thought um, we weren't supposed to eat meat, according to them. None of that. It That's the part of this I don't get. They're doing this whole big PR push. Eat roadkill. Eat roadkill. And it's like, okay, first of all, you don't want us driving cars that could run over something to kill something to eat. There wouldn't probably be a lot of that roadkill problem stuff if uh if we were managing a lot of these populations there's just a lot of stuff that doesn't match yeah you know, it doesn't wear it's confusing isn't it because they're it, like well no, it's not don't confusing. eat me it's just it's just that thing that they do where okay well this will get us some pr we we can say this so but it just makes them look stupid what they said on their website is that uh, if people must eat animal carcasses, Peter said on their website, roadkill is a superior option to the neatly shrink-wrapped plastic packages of meat in the supermarket. While PETA strongly promotes a vegetarian diet, the Animal Rights Agency group determines that eating wild animals killed in car crashes is a more ethical way to consume meat compared to modern farming practices. That doesn't so make sense. According to prehistoric times i should just send my woman over there to pick it up <laughs> are we going to talk about woman drivers now hey, so hey, you go just pick up that go pick up out there get it skinned out so you up, just went up. there i thought you were saying women drivers would you know make me a pair of shorts out of that deer skin by yeah garlic. go there and get that deer you're the if you, you're the hunter i'm just i'm the gatherer now if you hit an animal you should call local authorities before hauling it into your car if it's legal to bring home it must be cooked within 12 hours of the animal's death for the meat to be safe for human consumption. From there, you treat the roadkill like you would a prize animal from a hunting trip. You can see that just doesn't match up. You can dress it yourself if you have the proper skill set. 
or take it to the local butcher willing to work on it for you. Roadkill might not sound very appetizing, but advocates say it's higher quality meat than anything you can find at a grocery store. In most cases, wild venison is organic, free-range, grass-fed meat. Animals that allegedly make for good eating include bear, elk, moose, when when prepared properly. As for smaller animals that, that often fall victim like squirrels and raccoons, they aren't quite as popular. <laughs> so now PETA's telling you which meats to eat. Which, which ones are healthy, healthier healthy, choices. Healthier choices, leaner meat. Uh, and I'm glad they, I'm glad they're saying so, that. They're so, if they could just pick a lane. <laughs> they're that driver that's on a four-lane interstate, 80 miles an hour, and they're they haven't looked up at the road in the last 17 miles because they're staring at their text messages. And they're over in the left and, lane. No, they're going, going in all lanes. Oh, they're going all the way from the right lane to the left. They don't even know they're switching lanes. They're just going to whichever lane they're in because they're staring at their text messages, not even paying attention to reality. So reality is don't do this in Texas. If you do hit, don't, don't, don't pick it up. We yeah, found no, that you out can't. the wrong well, way. Now, you can pick up a snake. You can pick up a possum. You, you can can't pick, pick up, up a, a deer. Hog, but you can't pick up a deer. Right. A game animal. Yes, a game right. animal. Uh, we got, yeah. Well, you know, you could get a ticket for it. We know. Yeah, uh, we know people who have <laughs> done that. But some people now, ask me, why doesn't Texas do that now? And I usually bring up the uh, part in the handbook. Uh, that I read doing Hunter's Ed safety, uh, instructing it for kids. I always like to read this one part where it says, it is illegal to hook a cable or a chain between two vehicles and run through a field (laughs) and collect animals or deer. I never knew that. Yeah, and I'm like, kids, they make rules for reasons. It's because somebody did this. Right? You got to trust the other person in the other vehicle. That would you be know what I mean? Of, yeah. <laughs> but can like, you are see they that? Gonna, don't steer off course. I don't but. remember that. I don't remember that. And whoever did that, first they are so redneck. Oh, it had to be a couple of good old boys. That's the problem. That's <laughs> that why we. Like, that's why we can't have a, it in Texas. What if a, What if you come across a mesquite? That you didn't notice there in the as the sun is rising. You could use that excuse good, and say, hey, we're, a good we're pulling mesquite out. Yeah. Clear pasture. But I just mm, thought. That's just weird. It, it's like, how do you w- walk through that scenario? You know, hey, man, look at all them deer out there in that pasture. wonder how we could, you know we'll what? Get the whole herd. I bet if we hook this chain or this cable between <laughs> our two vehicles. And we drove all the way over there. We just go ahead and Where get them Where are you going to get a cable that go across the whole pasture, too? Hey, you could use my 100-foot winch on the front, hook it to the other vehicle, you know, and then just drive in parallel and get and you going. you just trip them all so they fall down, and they're I easier, think... to, and easier then you to get. get on the other side, and they're getting up, and you're just laughing, going, <laughs> gotcha. we made all those, those silly deers. Those silly deer fell over. Hey, I'll tell you. Alligator chasing a fisherman sparks a summer-long fishing ban in South Carolina community. Oh, please. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. A close encounter 
between an alligator and a fisherman has led to a summer long fish summer can get this a summer long fishing ban in a residential community in South Carolina. The incident occurred on June 22nd. A passerby filmed a fisherman waiting waiting a few moments to uh, too long to move away from a an alligator swimming in his direction as he slowly walked away from the bank the gator emerged from the water and began running towards him the fisherman escaped unscathed but the situation could have been far worse um in response to the viral video the 800 acre residential community uh enacted a fishing ban to prevent further incidents the ban will stretch through labor day I just think Why don't this they is just go smack down on that alligator and have a, a relocated a neighborhood or... picnic. <laughs> it's absolutely insane in my mind that this would be the the solution, right? This is the solution to this alligator running after. You know what it is? It's the old lady that used to throw chicken legs to the alligator and feed him. That's why this is a nuisance. That's another thing alligator. you can't just shoot in Texas. No. Well, and that's not a very big alligator either. I'm looking at the video right now. You see it? Yeah. How did you find it so fast? Well, you just put an alligator chases fisherman. It's kind <laughs> of a thing. But it's a little, he's probably. Come on, TJ's got Google skills, I don't know, man. maybe he's a five-footer. Maybe. He's got a little size to him, but I mean, come on, I would just snag the dude and be done yeah just put up relocate a sign. Like, i mean if you're a neighborhood just put up signs there's a walking trail and the guy was right off a walking trail yeah that's what i'm saying this and there's is other people dumb. walking by see the old lady in the bicycle helmet <laughs> okay he's walking away it comes out of the water oh it does kind of run at him <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, I just don't understand that. I'd say close all fishing down for this for this alligator. I don't know. Hey, I just man. think it's what, what, I think it's a crazy solution. It's like if if that were be the case in many other states like Florida. Yeah, no fishing. You wouldn't be able to Florida. fish anywhere. No, there. I mean, if you were to close it down, I mean, Texas joe canyon i mean so many places it's just insane that this would be the solution you I just think. need to put a sign that says fish at your own risk and yes or just make sure that you have affordable health care to take care of yourself if something <laughs> were to happen <laughs> and a finding affordable top quality health care options for alligator bites from your fishing pond can be tricky for sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. But Altrua Healthcare, that's who I trust, have my family protected by. They're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua Healthcare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Listen, members contribute each month to a membership escrow. Then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. You can find out how much you can save. I'm telling you, I save thousands of dollars. Myself, my family, we save thousands of dollars a year by using Altrua HealthShare. Hadn't had to change doctors, any of that stuff. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right, Armed Citizens Report coming up next. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse. 24-7, 365. You can find us at 
theoutdoorzone.com. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12-point bunk. All right, welcome back to Regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Sunday morning, 7 to 9 or 24-7, 365 is a live-recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Follow us at theoutdoorzone.com. Here's a notice to the antis and terrorists, us bunkhouse boys and our regulators. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding the trail with us all week online at theoutdoorzone.com. Keystone Bank, that's our bank over here at the bunkhouse. We, uh, key, uh, us, us bunkhouse boys, we bank with Keystone. You can experience the value of community banking, too, where local matters. You can join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. It's Keystone Bank, founded by our buddy Jeff Wilkinson, who is a dub-blasting kind of guy. Ain't that right, CR? All right, all right. All right. His team operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. By the way, Jeff has a killer podcast. Uh that you ought to follow uh when you bank with keystone you get the local relationship-based service that sets us apart banking at your fingertips of course anywhere anytime learn more get accounts started at one of their locations here in austin texas eleven thousand five hundred b caves road 500 Presley street in downtown or 900 hudgets avenue over there in beautiful ballinger texas or just go to keystone.bank keystone.bank for all their information keystone bank where local matters now it's time for the armed citizen report Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Grass-eating intruder meets his end in home defense incident. (laughs) On the morning of June 4th, a Sunday like any other was disrupted. When a home invasion attempted by 20-year-old Cameron Sergi of Gonzalez ended fatally, a, res- a, result- a resolute homeowner fighting to protect his life was responsible for the young man's demise. The situation bears some similarity to other cases we've examined recently, such as a homeowner in Nacogdoches, Texas, using a firearm to repel an intruder, or a shop owner in South Memphis, Tennessee, who bravely defended himself and his customers from an armed assailant. All these incidents highlight the universal need for preparedness, strategy, and a keen understanding of self-defense principles. The Ascension Parish incident started when Syringe allegedly tried to break into a car in the driveway. The car alarm started, alerted the homeowner, and the security cameras captured Sernji's erratic behavior, which included eating grass and beating his chest. (laughs) The homeowner acted decisively when Sergi began to punch holes in the glass door of the house, Mm. firing several shots throughout the encounter. 
When strike when what's striking about the incident is the number of times the homeowner shot at the intruder. After the first shot, Sharon G fell to the ground, but then got back up and continued his assault on the door. The homeowner fired again, but the intruder once again rose and even managed to break open the door before succumbing to additional shots. This is a stark reminder that especially the handgun calibers, a single shot with handgun calibers, a single shot does not always incapacitate a threat. Reports suggest that Synergy may have used an illegal substance before the attempted break-in. <laughs> Yeah, think, think. <laughs> which could have further influenced his reactions and behavior. A toxicology report is pending. The homeowner's actions are currently not being charged, and detectives from the Violent Crimes Unit have corroborated his statement. As an investigation continues, it serves as a potent reminder of the gravity of gun ownership, the unpredictability of threats, and the complex dynamics that can unfold when the two intersect. Yep, just like it have just like the uh, life preserver. You gotta you gotta keep it with you though. You gotta know where it is. Gotta be ready. Well, I just it makes no sense when people say you uh, just call nine one one because in this day and time, what is the average response time? And you know, seven minutes out here at, at the farm at the bunkhouse. <laughs> You're you're your own sheriff. Sheriff's not going to get here anytime soon. Yeah, that state or the uh, Texas Ranger will just come over, help you out. So, I know, but he's got to get up, <laughs> put on his boots, and get on his mule and drive over. And the gates got to open two gates. Ah, uh, that's the hard part. Yes. By the time that happens, so obviously the, this person was. Um, you know, I don't. Uh, you know, people would kind of look at this and go. Well, you know, there's obviously something wrong with this person, and maybe they needed, you know, they didn't know what they were doing. I don't think that gives them a and pass. And so they killed five people in your house, uh, and but they were finally wrestled to the ground Well, an hour and a half later. That's the big conversation now is about mental illness, you know, and... Uh, <sighs> And what responsibility we have for that. I'm telling you, just something like this, you never know. You you got to protect your own, right? I mean, it just, I, I'm, I'm, every, I hear it over and over every, and over again. Every man is responsible to protect his family. Wait, it could be a woman now. Or a woman. I'm it okay could, with that. It could be it could be that every women are woman, every women woman now in are our the... family has carries a firearm. Every one of them carries a firearm, carries yeah. a legally carry a pistol, and they're proficient with it. So, so I started this week, I or no, last week I started uh uh daddy school. So I just do a weekly uh outdoor, you know, or dad lesson with my daughter and last week we started with uh we shot she had been seeing this target that i have for a bb gun that's just a little plastic thing with this kind of sticky front on the target right and it basically catches the bbs from this little uh bb gun that i have that's a pistol what? a 1911 pistol that uh, is a bb gun though Right. But it's, it's a, like full size. It's, it's just a, a BB gun, a BB trap. 
Yeah. Right. It's a BB mm-hmm. trap that you shoot, but I have this 1911 BB gun and, and so that's what we, uh, that was the first time she'd ever shot a pistol was with this 1911 BB gun pistol at that target that she thought was so cool. She couldn't figure out what the stuff was on it and how it catches the bullet, but as she called it, but, uh, it catches the BBs, but we got to do that and thought it was hilarious. She wanted to carry, so I put it in a holster. I put the (laughs) BB gun in a holster and she wanted to carry it. And that 1911 on a four-year-old and she's not a big four-year-old. She's, in the smaller percentile yeah well it's like a little clip holster you know the clips on your belt and she had it clipped on her on her shorts or whatever and i think we sent a picture (laughs) to the family you should post that that is hilarious i thought about it but then i didn't want to deal with you know oh my goodness you can't have a real because it looks like a real firearm it's not like i mean it looks like a a a true 1911, you know, it doesn't look like a BB gun. And by the way, speaking of firearms and the 4th of July, I have to bring up the subject of the rants and the raves that everybody's going to hear about animals, especially dogs that are somehow affected by the loud popping and the loud noises. And, uh, and those just, you get on the neighborhood apps and they're going to rant and rave about it. And I'm telling you, People, you can do something about it. The dogs, it doesn't hurt their ears. All right? It's about what they're trained. We're going into this? Wow. We're going into this? You know what? I'm just going to copy and paste what I send out every year that pisses people off. And I'm just going to do that. Put that on theoutdoorzone.com. Follow us Okay, I will. Facebook page. I will do that. Put it on there, Beef. Beef Beefsteak rant about dogs. And put a... Put a picture of your dog on there so everybody will know. So you're who upset you're because you're upset that people express frustration over other people using fireworks. Uh, that because, it, the that dogs it, because of the dogs and it's about yeah the loud booms and well it, the 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 lie the the misinformation about that you got to give your dog medicine or hide your dog in a closet or try and cover their ear. All that stuff is not what he's It actually works about. against it. Yes. Right. What you got to do is train them. You're to instilling have, fear into your dog, right? You're training your them. It's either positive reinforcement of an activity or negative reinforcement. And right. when you, when you grab them and go, Oh, Gucci, they're like, wow, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting what do you positive. Grab people <laughs> could only see you doing that. You know, me grabbing a little chihuahua. Oh, put you and, uh, and, you know, hugging them chihuahua. because they're shaking. And uh, that that's, you, you, you're creating the wrong enforcement for it, right? And you can, I mean, you have to do some work. There's no doubt to get uh, a, a dog gun ready. You, you do have to get My do a little bit of work. My dog care less about any of that stuff. You could shoot a gun around my dog. Of course, my dog also rolls rocks around the Yeah, farm, he's a whole so different breed of... Got somebody. a little bit of going you on. You literally told me, I said, that is hilarious. I said, Hinge, your dog has been playing with that rock all day. And you <laughs> said, yeah, I actually took it with us to the ranch last time. So he would have his favorite rock. It's his therapy rock. Oh my gosh! Because he yeah, knows I guess fireworks I can are see coming. That. It, if he's got a, I mean, he's he got does a little have bit to, of a tick. 
Yeah, he lives with <laughs> you. And I'm not Makes giving him drugs. Sense. I'm not giving him drugs. So work it out. Go yeah, roll that rock with... around with your nose. You want to? You can follow. You can follow him on Instagram. Oh my goodness! Yes, hey, <laughs> Hingy. It's hey, it's uh, the outdoor zone. We'll wrap this whole theory up because I have a whole theory behind this. Beefsteak talking America. about chihuahuas. America. Beefsteak talking about goats in his freezer. I think I may have a new nickname for beefsteak. We'll we'll talk about it on the flip side. Okay. The 4th of July special is the Outdoor Zone. Live at the Bunkhouse for 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. All right, welcome back, regulators. Hey, don't forget, follow us all week at theoutdoorzone.com and uh, you can track Beefsteak, you can track Cody Ryan, all our social media, check myself, TJ, and all that kind of stuff. Hey, and I want you to go check out partsview.com. If you got a boat, your neighbor's got a boat, your friend's got a boat, and you need parts or accessories, not just parts, but accessories, maintenance kits. They've got these maintenance kits that help you maintain your boat. You just uh, punch in what motor you have or what year, all that kind of stuff, and they tell you exactly what you need, the, the right spark plugs, the right oil, the right filters. All that kind of stuff comes in one handy box. I've been using it long before they were a sponsor of the show, and I absolutely think it's the way to go. Partsview.com for all your boating needs, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com, an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs. They got OEM, Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki, Maricruiser parts and products, plus accessories, over 200,000 products at Partsview.com. Save some money. Use Outdoor Zone 10 to save some money at uh, the checkout there, partsview.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com, Outdoor Zone 10. Before the break there, I wanted to mention, I think I have a new idea after this show for Beefsteak. I, I think I, I may have a new a new name for Beefsteak, a new nickname for Beefsteak. So he talked about in the first hour about having randomly, we have no idea why still, he had a goat in his freezer. Uh, he is of, you know, he's his part of his family's of Hispanic descent. Am I right yeah, with that? That's absolutely okay. true, yes. And he just that. mentioned petting his chihuahua, having a chihuahua. So I'm thinking we need to change this whole idea of beefsteak and I'm thinking the new nickname, your new your new nickname, you ought to go by carne asada. Carne <laughs> asada. Hey, we got carne asada coming up. I like DJ and Cody Ryan. I like uh, asada, not gasada, but you know, asada. Well, isn't that how I, you say it? In the G No, well, there's two different. I mean one, okay. one is with the like it's a steak, like it's a beef, like steak, 
right? Yeah. And the other right. one is covered with gravy. So, oh, right, 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 yeah, right. You got to know which one. Either you're talking one is about. fine right now. Hey, uh, <laughs> my dog's Instagram is my underscore hinge. My underscore hinge. If you want to follow, follow hinge on Instagram. Are, Are you have, kidding me? We have 50 followers, dude. So back up, Jack. You know, Cody, there's something. He's called all these shout outs to all these people and his dog. I mean, we're we just going to let him. That's what old guys do. We just yeah. have our I own have grandkids, we don't too. Care. We don't care about any of that stuff. If you're under 20 or over 60, your life lives in the social realm of social media. No, no, no. Yes, it does. I don't care does. about any of that, but I, just, I, I think it's cool. You don't care about any of it, but your dog has an Instagram page? Because, hello, he's young and vibrant, and <laughs> he has life. And you're living through his Instagram page. I think <laughs> Vicariously he is. through my dog's Instagram. Oh, man. Obviously, cool. he misses you, Cody. Cody Ryan, he misses telling you what to do and uh, teaching you about what not to do, uh, all that. So he's well, it's been I've been out of the house longer than I was in the house. So but I do have to say shout out, shout out to Cody Ryan for coming to the farm this week. And we did a whole bunch of renovation and upgrade stuff, stuff that's been on the to do list for a while and really helped motivate me. And we got a lot of stuff done. And so thank you very much for peeling out some time and hey over. we're doing shameless plugs you can just check out mediocrecarpenter.com <laughs> yeah that's true mediocrecarpenter.com that's my website it'll direct you to ranch land management but you can get in touch with me there that's one of my side gigs you know so i am a mediocre carpenter that's what i do on okay. the side and i see that beef has his hardcore carnivore Mm-hmm. Uh, lid on today, so yeah. he's doing some. He's saying something right there. That's Hardcore right. carne asada. <laughs> and carne speaking asada. of winter, uh, women hunting. Hardcore carnivore is a chick that lives in Austin. That's from Australia, and she's won a, a many, many awards for outdoor cooking of steak over a fire pit or over a flame. And she has. Is this a, a YouTube channel? No, it's here. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's here. It's here in Austin, <laughs> and she. Uh, th- look it up. She. Uh, she has cool. her own line of seasonings and um, pretty, pretty interesting gal. So she definitely will get it done in the outdoors as far as cooking hey, goes. So uh, the one place you can uh, have a hardcore grilling steak and show and be making a living the one place you can uh be a mediocre carpenter the one place you can professionally bass fish for a living the one place where you can have a radio show and talk about the stuff that we talk about the one place uh that you can there's only one place in this world and that's america amen and, man amen. i just united states of America. And there's nothing there's nothing that irritates me more than somebody that uh talks against our country that lives in our country and gets the freedoms and, of our country. And all that stuff that goes with being here and I you know the the old saying love it or leave it 
it, it's it's so appropriate because there is no place, no place in this world where you can do. I was talking to a buddy of mine who was from Canada this week, and he said it is a socialist state. He said it is horrible, horrible to live in Canada. And yeah, there's good stuff and there's beautiful things and there's all kinds of stuff. But when you're talking about somebody who can come to this country with nothing and work hard and, you know, buy a, a $29 garage sale lawnmower and turn it into a, a business that takes care of their family or pick up a, a paintbrush and start a painting business or go to work in a kitchen and then own a restaurant or become president of the United States or all the stuff that this country offers you. If you're talking bad about this country, you got, you have no clue what you're talking about. You have no clue the gift of what you have here in this country. Yeah. Are there some things wrong? Yes. Yeah, there's some stuff we need to work on. Of course, it, it, the person out there that doesn't have something like that going on personally in their life, much less the country or their company or their house or their family. So I just think, man, don't come at me. Don't come at me because I'll go down. I'll take one for this country. I'll take one for this country. And shout out to all those uh, first responders and military people out there who are willing to die and all those families who have given up their children or fathers or mothers daughters sons to fight for you to save the kind of stuff that you say about our country no that ain't going to go down we'll get in a fight you may beat me to a bloody pulp but by golly you're going to know you were in a fight okay may not be as good as i once was or (laughs) But I'm good once, once as I, I ever, ever was. Something. <laughs> I'll get you. You're going to know you were in a fight, by golly. Oh, that's good. Man, well, I like it. Uh, the beautiful thing, too, is we, we live Put in this flags out. small community out here in Texas. And and I'll tell you, there is nothing. The, the reason that I am, I'm not a big parade guy. You know, I don't like crowds. I don't like any of that kind of stuff. But I do enjoy the 4th of July parade in Round Top, Texas, because not only do I have some, you know, some pride that that's that's our little our little community. But when you go to a parade like this and they pray on the town square and they are not afraid to show patriotism, there's no you know, agendas outside of celebrating the United States of America for what it is and the freest country in the world. Uh, it's, it brings that pride back to you. And it, it's a reminder. You see the thousands of people all in unison that all we're doing here is celebrating the United States. And, and that's not, and that is not the kind of pride that has naked adult men no. in front of small children. Oh, here we go. No, I'm telling I'm telling you that pissed me off so bad that first of all, who would let that happen? And second of all, what parent in any state of mind would allow their children to go see something like that? You should have your kids taken away from you. Mercy. They're trying to desensitize. 
But talking about the United the United States, you know, I used to uh, I I fly the flag year round now uh, at my house. I used to only do it when it was Fourth um, of July or why uh, our son was deployed overseas, and you know, you you hang it up and leave it up there as long as there's light on it. You could do it twenty four hours a day, you know, until he came home, and that was the that was the idea of it. But now I leave it 24 hours a day. I want people to know what I stand for and Amen. what what I because you know just recently I think I told you all about the uh, WNBA star that spent time in Russia and she used to not stand for the national you know the Star Spangled Banner uh, and uh, she has gone back and now she's standing for it and basically what she has taken back is said. Uh, after spending time in a box that wouldn't barely hold me, uh, I mean, it was so cramped and all my freedoms were taken away, I now super appreciate the United States and what we stand for in our freedoms. Wow. That's coming from a totally opposite person that experienced something uh, that of what this nation is about and what the flag stands for is freedom. Freedom, 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 and that's and that's what I'm talking about. She went, and she experienced the option. Here's one of the options. How you like that? Yeah. And how do you like me now? <laughs> and so, a shout out uh, also to my, uh, you know, my wife's dad. Um, you know, he was uh, he was in the the army and. Um, you know, 101st, you know, airborne and got three purple hearts and, you know, um, he, yeah, yeah. Shot six times. I mean, paratrooper Vietnam. And I just, you know, every day, um, I think my wife reminds us that, uh, how my, uh, how her dad, some, she was born in Panama and the kids used to give her a hard time. Like, Oh, you need your green card. She's like, I'm more American than you. My father fought in uh, Vietnam, and and it's it's funny to see her rant on that. But um, I just want to say yep, okay. thank you to all the men that have served, all the women that have served, and we get to stand behind that flag and fly it 24 hours a day if we need to, like I do, like Beefsteak does, our household does, because of that. All right, so I'm going to let end this with my uh, with, with my saying of the week and my quote: "This nation will remain the land of the free only so long as it is the home of the brave." Thank Colossians three twenty three. Colossians three twenty three. You want me to help wrap this up? I'll get it going. Whatever we do, do it from the heart for the Lord, not for the people. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Same place, same time next week. All right, thank you folks for listening. Hey, uh, this week, get a kid off the couch, show them the birds, the trees, take them for a walk in the park, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. If you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, go to the uh, kidsoutdoorzone.com. Need a speaker for your next event, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Want to donate, get a kid outside, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. KOZ, no kid left inside. All right, we're all headed to church. Want to encourage you to find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere. And uh, from 
Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, Chad, our Wrangler, Ranch Hand, and myself, TJ Graney. Just want to say God bless, God bless America. Amen. Regulators, let's mount up. Be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the man who died, who gave that right to me. And I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Cause there ain't no doubt